Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. This is January 25th through 31st, 2021. So getting further into the new year. Um, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in Brooklyn, New York. And we gather every Monday to look at the astrology, to look at our part. So I tell people the astrology is just 50% you are the other 50%. So how do you work with this time? And we, as you probably know, since last year, if not longer, the astrology has been a bit tough. So how do we use this to grow to transform? So that's what we sort of plot out every week. So I just want to thank you all for joining me Do you know, say hi, in the comments. Um, I know I often see a lot of familiar faces. And as I say before, I can't travel. So I have to travel through you. So sometimes just where in the world are you watching? Um, again, my name is Katie Sweetman. Um, I'm here in New York. Um, this is empowering astrology. And let's look at the astrology this week. So we are in uh, Aquarius season. So we're in a new time one where we're starting to, get to the end of the zodiac. And when we're in Aquarius season, we're thinking about the bigger picture. We're not thinking about the self, we're not thinking about relationships. It's like, okay, what's what does this all mean? What, what connects us? Who are my friends? Who are my community? And now that Saturn's in Aquarius, and it's been in Aquarius since September 17th of last year, so just, I mean, a month ago, feels like 50 years ago, um, we're in this time where collectively we're really having to learn some deep and powerful Aquarius lessons about connection, disconnection. And, you know, we are all, you know, going through this time together and kind of disconnected in our own ways and trying to navigate how to best connect, you know, virtually, um, or in person uh, with the conditions of this time. So just looking at the comments, I see some familiar faces. Um, last week, well, let me two weeks ago, we had a new moon on January 13th. That new moon was in Capricorn. So this week we have a full moon, which means we're coming up to the midpoint of a lunar month. So a lunar month opens up a new energy. And it says that since January 13th, even though we're in an uh, Aquarius season right now, we're still working through these lessons of Capricorn. Structure, boundaries, time, responsibility, the weight of responsibility. I had a you know conversation with a good friend of mine uh, a couple days ago, and she was like, why is, why is everything falling apart? And I think it's two things. One, I mean, this is kind of obviously a statement that pertains to her, but maybe you'll see this in your own life in some way. I think on one hand, the new moon we had on the 13th of January was to show us the things that don't need to come with us into 2021, if you know what I mean. Um, the structures, the the, the the things that hold us back. Um, you know, Pluto, because this new moon we had on the 13th was conjunct Pluto, and Pluto just shows you, to be frank, I mean, I'm a Scorpio, I'm not afraid of the D word, things that are dead in our lives, things that need to be cleared out, things that need to be released. So we're, in, we're still in this lunar month that's about clearing out the dead wood, things that just are taking up space. The other thing that I think that she was plugging into without realizing it, it's an energy that's going to be really at the heart of our experience in 2021. That is something called Saturn square Uranus. So now that 
Saturn's in Aquarius, uh, Uranus is in Taurus. And so this is what's called a square. And I actually talked about this on my webinar, the astrology of 2021, you can still get it. If you you missed the live uh, webinar, it's two hours. So yes, I talked for two hours straight. And I do go through the bigger points of the astrology of 2021. And then I do go sign by sign and talk about the broader points for each sign. But what I was saying in the webinar, and I'll say it here, is that Saturn square Uranus is this tension between an, a new life that started to come in 2018, 2019, you could even argue 2020, and this one foot we have in an old life. I'm pretty sure if you all sat down and thought about it, you, you, you will see where the tension is. The thing also about Uranus is that Uranus shows us sort of where we are in our own way. Uranus actually wants us to get out of our own way. And I say, I think in the, the example that I gave about my friend, like she's still trying to do the old system. So Uranus is like, oh, you think this is going to work? Well, here, we'll just make it, we'll just make it crazier. So Uranus is trying to show us like, hey, stop, this is, this is not working. This is not who you are. This is not gonna get you where you need to go this is just gonna make you stuck and if I have to show you this even more um, I think that that's a little bit at the heart of the astrology of 2021 so look where you are being shown by Uranus and I say you know the, this week we do have Sun square Uranus on oh gosh uh, Tuesday January 26 um, at least here in New York City. And so this energy of Uranus uh, is, and I said Uranus last week, and someone who was really upset that I kept saying Uranus, not Uranus. I don't know, Uranus just sounds slightly obscene. Um, but Uranus um, is really woven into the energy of this week. And we have to all look where something new and possibly better wants to come in, but we keep trying to double down on something that's just not working. Uranus wants us to live up to our highest potential and it will start to take things out of our path. And it could be sometimes this, this is when people say to me, you know what, Katie, these are clients, they say, you know what, I, I wouldn't be upset if I got laid off. And I'm like, careful, careful what you wish for. Because that's those moments where we knew we were in a job that wasn't us. We knew we were on a trajectory that wasn't working. And so we say these things out loud and the universe is like, oh, okay, here, let me help. So this week, look and examine, feel and examine where Uranus in Taurus is trying to show you where you are getting your own way where you are stepping in the path of your own progress. I think Uranus and Taurus at the heart of things, and Uranus is going to be in Taurus until 2025, 2026, is trying to get us out of these old patterns. These could be old patterns with ourselves, our bodies, with patterns around safety, stability, money, all these Uranian or Taurian themes. I think another thing that's come up a lot in client work, even in my own personal work, is just how disconnected we are from our bodies. Um, Taurus is the body. And I think Uranus and Taurus, seven years from 2018, 2019, till 2025, 2026, is a really to have a very different relationship with our physical being. And I tell people, your body is the first relationship you will ever have. So how do you start to work on your relationship with your body? 
And that might be something at the, the, the heart of the astrology this week. Um, I'm wearing yellow in honor of Jupiter this week because the sun makes a conjunction to Jupiter um, on the same day as we had the full moon, Thursday, January 28th. Jupiter has been in Aquarius since December 19th. Jupiter kind of does a little bit of a quick move through Aquarius. It does dip out, um, I believe is at the end of May. It goes into Pisces, it dips back into Aquarius at the end of July of this year. Um, but Jupiter talks about it talks about growth. And even though as I say that as an astrologer, it's one of actually one of my pet peeves when when people say, Oh, yeah, Jupiter's about growth. And I'm like, really, tell me what that means. Because it's one of those phrases that we repeat, and I just did it. Um, that Jupiter is about growth. No, Jupiter is actually more about growth, but it does show growth. Jupiter is about the faith and the push that we need to get out there in the world. Jupiter isn't the neighborhood. Jupiter isn't the classroom. I mean, not like a, an elementary school classroom. Jupiter is the world. Jupiter is going to college or university. Jupiter is setting sail, going to another country, uh, going into that, uh, that unknown. There's a sense of adventure with Jupiter. It really shows us that the world is bigger than ourselves, both here, what we can see, and the world that we can't see. Because Jupiter does speak to religion, which would be how we interpret spirituality on this side. And it also does speak to what's potentially on the other side, mysticism. Jupiter is the ruler of Pisces. It's faith, but it's internal faith. It's it's spirituality, but it's internal spirituality. So Jupiter is growth, but it's a very different type of growth. You know, Saturn is growth, and that's not a word you often hear or, or read if you're reading about astrology or listening about astrology. Saturn is very measured, um, hard-won growth. It's the kind of growth that takes you through it could be seven year chapters, it could be 14, it could be 30 year chapters, that type of growth. But Jupiter, sometimes it's a very cocky, you know, growth, where it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna go do that. So sun joins up with Jupiter this week. And we are entering new time to kind of get a sense of what this whole Aquarius time is about. And side note, and I know that I just, you know, people have said this, and I've read this online. Um, is this the age of Aquarius? I don't know. Maybe the age of Aquarius began, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. Um, some people believe that it began with the conjunction, the great conjunction on the 21st. I, I'm going to reserve judgment because I really don't know the answer. So nevertheless, we are in a time, at least 2021, 2022, where there is a lot of emphasis on Aquarius. And Aquarius, like every sign, shows us two sides, two sides to life. Aquarius is humanity, it's society, it's community, it's network systems, social connection, it's the things that bind us on a bigger fabric of humanity level. And then there's the other side of Aquarius, there's disconnection, there's inhumanity, there's separation and isolation. I'm not trying to come down on Aquarius. Every sign, every planet has two sides. So we are navigating this divide right now. I think sometimes we get a little like, oh, Aquarius, everything's going to be peace and love. I would love, I mean, I'm a Scorpio, so maybe not 100% peace and love. I need a little bit of, a little bit of something to make it, make it interesting. But I, I think we have to be real. I think that this is 
a real time when we have to work individually, collectively. We have to build new systems. We have to build new connections. We have to re-look at our relationship with one another, our relationship with humanity, and see where we are working against each other, going against our best interests, and where we need to actually come together. It's not going to happen overnight, and that's what Saturn teaches us. Things do not happen overnight. They take time. They take years. So this is something that maybe we're really working hard the next two and a half years until March of 2023 when Saturn leaves Aquarius for Pisces. So that's a broader level, but you all have Aquarius somewhere in your chart and just your friendly periodic reminder, because I get this all the time, you might not be in Aquarius, you might not even have a planet in Aquarius, but Aquarius, I bet you money, is someplace of your chart because you were born at a certain point in time and that point in time anchors you into this world and it creates a chart and that chart has every sign in it. So Aquarius could have nothing in it, but it could be your relationship sign. So you're a Leo, it could be your career sign. Let's say you're uh, an Aquarius, no, Scorpio, no, wait, ah, <laughs> do my um, Taurus there, I got the right one. So, so Aquarius is somewhere for you. So that's somewhere where you are doing a lot of work over the next couple of years. That said, we have a Leo full moon this week. On January 28th, uh, we have a Leo full moon at nine degrees of Leo. Actually, the same degree as my Jupiter. See, we're in Jupiter colors. Yellow is Jupiter. Every planet has a color. This is very old school astrology. Saturn is black, just FYI. Mars, as you can imagine, is red. So this week, we got a Leo full moon. Leo is the complement to Aquarius. So Aquarius is all about the group. It's all about the collective. It's all about the bigger things in life, the fabric of humanity. But what constitutes the collective? What constitutes the fabric of humanity? Us, me, you. So this is a full moon to look at our individuality. And it's not just on a basic... Now, Aries, you could say Aries is the first fire sign. Leo is the second fire sign. You could say that Aries is also individuality, but it's more on an initiative level. It's more on a leadership level. You need Leo to help us find ourselves. And I bet you we, there's 8 billion people on this planet, but there's only one you. Not to sound cheesy, but it's absolutely true. And there's something that makes you you. It's why when you leave this planet, there will be that sort of, you know, je ne sais quoi, like that essence that, you know, the, your friends and loved ones rec recognize you as. But what is that? How do you get in touch with that? How do you light that that spark within? How do you make time for fun, for joy, for creativity, for for pleasure? We need Leo. We need the self. We need to to really shine who we are. Because Leo reminds us, as the sign of the sun, that we have the spark of the divine within. So each of the 12 zodiac signs is why you're like, I'm not a Leo, Katie. I'm neither am I. I'm a Scorpio. But I have the sun in Scorpio. So the light of the sun, the light of the divine, that spark, that passion, that animation is shining through the archetype of Scorpio. 
or it's shining through whatever sign you are. But this week, we have to remember ourselves. We have to make time for us. We cannot get so into Aquarius that we feel disconnected. We can't be so into other people that we lose ourselves. So this is a week to really prioritize yourself, to prioritize creative projects, to prioritize fun, to prioritize self-expression. Because I think one of the things that's trying to open up this year, uh, Leo, you know, by the way, is, is persona, it's identity, it's the, the self-expression, if I didn't say it already, already. But what I think is opening up this year is, you know, Pluto is trying to clear some space. We have Saturn square Uranus, Uranus is in Taurus, is that how do we start to get out of the things that aren't really us. I think I used this example last week or I used it on my astrology of 2021 webinar. It's it's like Uranus, is, this is the example I give for Uranus. Imagine you are a lawyer or any profession and you are that profession because your parents and their parents and their parents and their parents were that profession, but it's not you. It's sort of the script or this path that somebody handed you without even like seeing if you actually fit this. This is why when we get to our 40s, we have the midlife crisis, which is actually what's called the Uranus opposition, age 42, 43, 44, that you have that light bulb moment where you're like, oh, shoot, starting to get to the halftime of my life. I can't keep doing something that's not me. That's why sometimes people make big moves, big shakeups in their 40s, because they need to get back to themselves. It has an astrological correlation. Um, so, you know, maybe this is a week where we're all having midlife crisis, even if you're 20, even if you're 80. Um, who are we really? What do we want to do? The world's on fire. We just can't, we made it out of 2020. Good job, everybody. How do we now create something very new, something sustainable, something that's going to create joy and pleasure in our lives and something that's going to work? So I think that there's something right now that's saying we can't keep putting other things before us. I mean, yeah, look, I'm a pragmatist first. I've got Saturn Virgo. But how do we take some risk? Leo is risk. Sun is risk. Sometimes we have to take risks. Sometimes we have to bet on ourselves. So that's one of the things this week. And that, that full moon, it makes what's called a... Um, opposition to Saturn in Aquarius. It makes a square to Uranus and Taurus. It activates Mars and Taurus. It's just kind of a big deal full moon. And if you're working with it, if you're already making those big changes in your life, this could be the full moon that takes you to some sort of next level. If you're fighting back the inevitable, this full moon could also be the crack that is necessary for you to get to where you need to get or get out of your own way. So let's just quickly go around the zodiac and look at where this Leo full moon will be for you. So Aries, Leo, Leo is about the self. This is where you find you, your creativity, your individuality, your self-expression. Just side note, this is the part of the chart that also talks about children. So in case that is something relevant to you, um, pregnancy, um, spending time with your kids, um, that said, this is a, a full moon for you to really do the things that make you, you too, really get that spark within going. Because when you, what happens when you don't, that's what I tell people, no fire, no passion. You take the fire signs out of astrology, you run straight into earth. 
meaning you take Leo out of the zodiac and you run straight into Virgo, which means it's just like a hard wall of drudgery and work and there's no play and there's no passion. You need that spark that's actually going to make Virgo run in a way that doesn't just completely <laughs> run us into the ground. So maybe this is your friendly reminder, Aries, to make sure there's fire in your life because when there's not fire, you run straight into Earth. Speaking of Earth, Taurus, uh, this full moon, wait, I'm doing it right, I'm doing it backwards. Yep. So this full moon is in your sign of home and family. So this might be a natural time in your personal calendar for there to be a move, for there to be a change in the home, maybe something going on with, with family or family members or people who are in your household. Um, this is a time to really put down roots and especially something that's really going to support and to invigorate and energize. I should mention that Taurus, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, you are four signs that are sort of getting a lot of pressure and 2021 to make some changes. So to that point, Taurus, this full moon is also activating Saturn. Saturn's in your career sign. It's also activating Mars. Mars is in Taurus. Uranus is in Taurus. Taurus, you're in a process. It's a multi-year process, by the way, of reinventing yourself. So this full moon might really push at this bigger story of you reinventing yourself. And maybe reinventing yourself is a move. Maybe reinventing yourself is some sort of big change with home and family. Gemini. So the Leo full moon is your sign of communication, voice, um, choices, learning, ideas. So this might be a time when you're looking at taking classes, learning, exercising your mind in some way. Maybe you, it's a creative writing project. Maybe this you're sitting down and you're actually writing things out. Uh, Gemini is the sign of the writer. It's a sign of the journalist. So maybe this is something that's you're, you're doing or you're or you're having some sort of you know important conversations we have to also acknowledge that saturn's in the mix so maybe this is some serious conversations this week maybe you're weighing serious choices the other thing is that you need to take your mind seriously so, you know you might be thinking about going back to school you know because saturn's also in your sign of higher education um but maybe you're sort of looking at is it a left or right? Is it up or down? You, know, Gemini, you are coming out of a little bit, I think 2021 took a toll. And so I think you're sort of trying to figure out which way to go now that you're not sort of in that 2021 time frame. Um, cancer. So this full moon's in your money sign. This full moon talks about creating more material stability and security in your life and sort of getting your feet on the ground. We have to also keep in mind that Saturn is in that opposing sign. It's in what's called your eighth house, your eighth room of your astrology house. So this full moon, you might be sort of looking at the books, looking at your bank accounts, looking at bank statements, doing taxes, and also thinking about these bigger questions of wealth, stability, security. How do you make it happen? I know there's a lot of things going on in the world, and maybe it's been a tough year or even a tough few weeks. So this is a time when you're making some decisions about what do you need in order to feel safe, secure, and stable. This part of the chart is very much nuts and bolts, roof over the head, food in the kitchen, feeling like you can relax. 
and maybe you're already making some big changes in your life to be to begin with um leo so this full moon's on you you've got a full moon especially if your birthday is in the first um you know kind of week of the sign especially around that first i can't remember what day that corresponds with but uh when the full moon is in your sign you are in the spotlight so there's something where the eyes are on you in some way maybe you're taking action, maybe you're taking initiative, maybe you are being a leader in some way, maybe you're sort of taking things off in a new direction. Um, to, be, to be honest, your uh, Saturn is in your opposite sign of relationships. So this is already a big time, Leo, for you to sort of focus on the people in your life. And I mean, all relationships, not just romantic relationships. Like how do you create more stability, balance and equity in your life? But with Uranus up at the highest most part of your chart in your career sign, you know, I've said this to my Leo clients, and I've said this to you all, like you're a couple years at this point in the midst of a career reinvention. And even if you absolutely adore what you do in this world, fantastic, if that is the case, how do you get bigger? How do you change it in some way? So this full moon is probably really pushing you to make some sort of big move in that larger story of reinventing key elements of your life. Virgo. So this full moon is in what's called your 12th sign. It's the last part of your chart. It's the most quiet part of the chart. It's about reflection, um, searching within existential answers, spirituality, rest, recuperation, it's meant to be a quieter time is meant for you to shed the past. So if there are things that you're holding on to, this, you know, does include some sort of addiction. I, and I mean, that's kind of a thing to say, but, you know, we all hold on to things. And I think when there's a full moon in this part of the chart, this is a really great opportunity to use that energy to let something go that you've been holding on to. But um, you use this full moon to meditate, use this full moon to search and to find answers. Um, and to, as I said before, let go of the things that are just no longer serving you. You've got Saturn is in your health and wellness sign for the next two years. So you clean up your spiritual diet, clean up your physical diet, clean up your, your life. I know Virgo, you, things tend to be, you know, kind of cleaned up and tidy in general, but it's possible that that system that you created isn't working anymore. So it's time for something new. Libra. So this full moon is in your sign of friends and community and also looking ahead towards the future. So maybe you're looking out there into the horizon and trying to figure out where are we going? What's, what's the next goal that you want to, to set up? Where do you want to head? Um, it's also time, like I said, about friends and community. So maybe you're spending time with friends. Maybe you're having to deal with something with a friend. It's not to be a bad thing, of course. Um, but do keep in mind um, Saturn is in the sign part of your chart that really wants you to get serious about you. So maybe you've got some friends and maybe they're not super great friends anymore, or maybe you need friends that really see the real you. So how do you sort of get back to what really matters? Um, Scorpio. So as I was saying before, Scorpio, you're part of this four signs of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, where there's a lot of push on you this year. So this full moon is in your career sign. So this is the part of the lunar 
calendar, your own personal lunar calendar, calendar, when the spotlight is on your professional life. So typically, this is when you're making some sort of career move, some sort of career change. Maybe you're getting a new job, maybe you're hearing about something, or maybe you're in the spotlight professionally. Maybe you're getting recognized for something that you you did or that you're doing. Do keep in mind that you are in a larger period of time, which is about settling down because you got Saturn at the, the bottom of your chart, putting down roots, focusing on family. Um, you also have Uranus and Mars, your planet over in Taurus. It's all about relationships right now. It's all about connection. So use this time, especially in your professional world to reach out to make connection and just to know Tor- uh, Scorpio that uh, Things are not going to be probably where they are at the end of the year, where they are now. There's something that's shifting and moving. You're sort of in this time of the tectonic plates of your life are moving at this point. Um, Sagittarius, think about that for a second. Sagittarius, um, this full moon is in the part of your chart that talks about travel, searching, searching for meaning, searching for faith, wisdom. Um, It is a part of the chart that would be normally about foreign travel. I know that we really can't go places like we we usually do. But this is more of a bigger picture sign for you. Like what what do you believe in? What's your, what are your convictions? Um, what's your personal philosophy? You know, this is a time for you to really share your worldview or to kind of figure out your worldview. Um, there are some planets in this astrology that might be shifting and transforming your worldview or shifting and transforming your philosophy. Um, this is a part of your chart that's about higher education and publishing. So maybe you have a lot to, sh- to say. And maybe that's coming in the form of some sort of broadcast media or getting your book out there or speaking up in some way. But um, this might put focus on, like I said, higher education or even law. This is part of the chart that talks about law. Just putting that out there. Um, Capricorn, this part of the chart talks about having to go into the deepest parts of yourself. I know Capricorn, you've been doing that for a while now. But Leo is your eighth sign. So this is the time in the lunar calendar where you have to face something about yourself. Something that you haven't been looking at, something that talks about intimacy, vulnerability, transformation. Maybe you're looking at your transformation. Maybe this is a positive thing. Maybe after all the deep Plutonian work you did in 2020, or to be fair, since 2008, you are sort of looking back and being like, wow, look at what has happened. Look at what has transformed. Look at who I've become. And, and really, who who am I? Because I think with Pluto and your, and your sign for so long, it's just been stripping away all the things that aren't really you to get down to the core. So if really deep emotions come up with this full moon, just just be just be ready. Um, but this is a time of self-examination. And it's also a time that's looking about finance. It could be wealth and assets. It could be debt and taxes. So maybe you're sort of looking at the books as as well this weekend. Aquarius. So Aquarius, happy birthday, Aquarius. It's Aquarius season. So if the sun is in Aquarius and there's a full moon, it means the full moon is in the sign that's opposite Aquarius, and that is Leo. That's how it works, everybody. The full moon is always in the sign that's opposite the sun. It's never, never works any other way. So 
The full moon is in your relationship sign. So this is a full moon when you need to make a decision about a relationship, when somebody might be coming into your life in a very dramatic Leo way. Um, it might be a time when you're just busy socializing, busy connecting. You know, Saturn is an Aquarius, so you are in this new chapter of time when, where maybe you feel a little bit of the burdens of time or sort of this, the burdens of this new um, phase of life that you're in. So maybe it's just a reminder to have some fun people around you because Saturn, even though I love Saturn, Saturn's not a fun planet. Um, and Leo does love fun. Leo says we have to make sure that things are balanced. You know, Saturn, Saturn Aquarius wants the balance and equity. Well, you have to balance that out with connection and other people. You cannot do everything yourself. And if you are taking on everything yourself right now, Aquarius, um, this full moon is a gentle, perhaps not so gentle reminder that you cannot do it alone. Astrology teaches us that we cannot do things alone. Saturn is exalted in Libra. This is a technical point. So make sure you're reaching out to other people, you're making connection, you're building connection, um, and prioritizing fun and relationships. Last but not least, Pisces. So Leo is your sign of health and wellness. So this full moon is your time and your personal calendar to kind of look at your physical life. How are you organized? How are you disorganized? What's going on with health? What health was going on with wellness? Um, and making the changes that are right for you, of course. You always have to be true to yourself. It's not what other people want for you or what other people think are healthy for you. But listen to your body. Your body is this beautiful, wonderful instrument that tells you things. And the problem is that nine tenths of us, and I'm guilty of it too, we don't listen. So this is a time to listen. This is a time to connect with your body, to make time for some physical exercise, to make, and it can be creative too as well. Um, with the sun being in this part of your chart, you really do shine, sun, when you are of service to others. And Pisces, by its nature, loves to be of service to others. So maybe you're making time this week, going to this weekend, to be in, you know, involved in helping humanity or helping your community with collective in some way. Um, that said, you know, Saturn is in Pisces, part of the chart that does talk about deeper spirituality, deeper themes around faith. And maybe this is just a, a week of really searching for existential answers. So that's your look at the astrology of this full moon through each of the 12 signs. Um, that's, that's a big look at the astrology. I mean, I will... <laughs> I always forget about Mercury retrograde, even though I shouldn't. It's just one of those things like, oh, yeah, it's Mercury retrograde again. Um, yeah, it's Mercury retrograde again. It's Mercury retrograde on Mar it's like March. No, not March. My brain is in retrograde. On Saturday, January 30th, Mercury turns retrograde at 26 degrees of Aquarius. So Mercury will be retrograde until February 20th. Do not freak out. Mercury goes retrograde three to four times a year. That's pretty frequently. And it's retrograde from three to four weeks at a time. That's also pretty frequently. If we brought our lives to a halt every time Mercury went retrograde, nothing would happen. That said, we have to understand what Mercury retrograde wants us to do. Mercury is the planet of movement, of travel, of ideas, of choices, and often we're kind of doing this. And when it's direct, meaning Mercury is moving forward, we're just we're moving forward. 
And sometimes we need to go back and integrate and reflect, make new choices and re-examine the choices that we've made. And that's what Mercury retrograde does. The retrograde, any retrograde, every planet except for the sun and the moon turns retrograde. The Mercury is just the one that we know the most, but every retrograde is a, is, it's like a pulling back. It's more of a yin than a yang phase. It's more internal re reflection review than moving outward. So yes, Mercury is turning retrograde. Sometimes that gets super annoying when it comes to losing your keys or the computer not working or the train's not running or I don't know, I'm just never leaving my house. What's a, what's a train? Um, so just do your due diligence. Don't do, if you have to do something major, it's not the end of the world. Just make sure you've examined all the options. Mercury retrograde just wants you to not do Mercury unconsciously, meaning don't make choices like impulsively. Go back, deliberate, discern, reflect, do your homework, make sure all the little T's are crossed and the I's are dotted. Sometimes I, you know, so to say Mercury retrograde doesn't get annoying, but yes. So Mercury will be retrograde till February 20th. It will take us all the way back, I think, to like 10 degrees, 11 degrees of Aquarius. Um, but that's the, the, the finer points of this week's astrology, I did want to add that Neptune is probably why it just slipped my mind because it's Neptune. Neptune squares the lunar nodes this week. It actually makes the exact lunar or square to lunar node tomorrow, January 27th, no, 26th. So whenever a planet is on the lunar nodes, especially an outer planet, meaning a planet that moves more slowly, there's something that we all have to work on collectively, personally, on a karmic level. Karmic level means that there's something that for the nature of our evolution and our soul, and we have, we have in our spirituality, we have to work on it. So Neptune scores, score the nodes says that we, there's something that we have to let go. There's something we have to surrender. There's something we have to forgive, redeem, and we can't hold on to it anymore. It also means that sometimes we try to do things, everything, everything from our ego, and we want it to happen at a certain time, and it has to look a certain way. And then we run into Neptune. And then Neptune says, but actually, maybe there's a better option. And so how do you just sort of surrender your expectations, your ego? Um, so that's sort of what's running through the background this week, if you're having some really deep old emotions come up and don't be surprised. Um, Neptune just sort of can flood us with the stuff that we've been holding on to for a long time. So that is your look at the astrology of January 25th through 31st, 2021. Oh, last thing. Um, tomorrow is and I've mentioned this in my astrology update today. I'm involved in something called Cosmos Crystals and Cabernet, where me and two friends, one sells crystals, one has a winery, and we're doing wine and crystal and astrology pairings. And tomorrow's the last day to order your kit in advance of our February 7th uh, event for Valentine's Day. So I believe the link is in the show notes, cosmoscrystalsandcabernet.com. If you have any questions, reach out to me. Um, we're working with Morganite. Morganite is a barrel. It's a 
pink cousin of the emeralds and the aqua marine um, has very beautiful energies and working with a white wine and i'm talking about venus and astrology because it's valentine's day season so all the links are in the show notes um thank you all for joining me for another look live look at the astrology um do say hi um thank you for watching on the replay if you're watching on the replay youtube igtv listening on spotify i will catch you all next week bye